we've said it many times, you know, we'll run something until it's completely falling apart because we don't want to fix it until it's broke. You know, I believe that that is God's mentality. You know, until we are broken before him, he's not going to be able to fix it. Uh, if you turn in uh, your Bibles to Philippians 2 and verse 1, you guys know me, and I always get really nervous when I preach. I told Sister uh, Aaliyah to bring up Second Philippians. So when you guys find that, you can stand. <laughs> I came back to her and she said, you sure Second Philippians? I said, no, I don't think it's Second Philippians. So Philippians chapter 2, verse 1, if you'll stand when you have that. <clears throat> this is Paul talking to the um, church of Philippi, giving them encouragement, giving them instruction. Chapter 2, verse 1, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, that each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, being humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God and the Father." If you all would help me pray tonight about this service tonight. Lord, we ask you just move right now, God. Move on this message, Lord. I know that's nothing I can say tonight, God, but I ask you just anoint me tonight, Lord. Anoint the ears to hear in this congregation, Lord. I know this is the message you want preached tonight, God. Lord, I ask you just speak like I know only you can, Lord, to those here in this service tonight, God. Move in a mighty way like only you can, God. Lord, we praise you for what you're going to do tonight. We thank you for it. In your name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. So Paul is telling the church of Philippi to follow the example of Jesus Christ. You know, he has given us the example of being a servant, of being humble, uh, of not looking at ourselves as something of high reputation. Uh Something uh, I wanted to bring out tonight, I always try to use an illustration so that you guys will remember it later on and that I will remember it tonight. Me and my, uh, me and my sons do a lot of Legos. It's one of our favorite things to do. 
One of the things I love about it is that Carter, who doesn't have a lot of knowledge of putting together Legos, can open up a box that has a picture on it. He can get out the instructions, and as long as he follows the instructions, he can end up with what was on the box. So it makes him feel so, you know, so big. Um, you know, something I've noticed about Legos is you have two options. So you get a box like this. It's got a picture of what you can build and all the parts inside it with the instructions of how to build it. You got two options. You can be, you can follow the instructions, what Carter loves to do because he wants to end up with what's on the box, or you can be creative, which is what Brother Matt likes to do, you know, build his own thing. You know, you have two options. You can, you, you know, you can go with what the person that made this told you to do so that you can come out with the end result that you're supposed to, or you can just be creative. Uh, I, you know, I think we can uh, compare this to our lives. You know, we can, we can be, you know, we live in America, so this is the country of opportunity. You know, you're going to be told, young people, that you can become anything you want to you be in life. You know, if you put your mind to it, you can do it. And never lose that inspiration, but also make sure it's something that lines up with God and his plan. You know, we can be so creative, and there's so many people out there that are being so creative with what they can do in this world that they've strayed far, far away from the instruction that was given in the beginning. So I want to I go through this, follow the following the instructions, what that does for you. It helps you reach the full potential. So you open up this box. You bring out the instructions. You follow the instructions. You will use every piece that was in the box because you're going to reach the full potential of what it was made to be. It performs as advertised. So what you have on the box is what you're going to end up with. You follow the instructions. This is what I love. If anything in life, you follow the instructions and put it together right, it comes with a warranty. Even Lego, that I found out, comes with a warranty. You get a box that doesn't have all the pieces in it, you can call them, they'll send you the pieces. Now, does that ever happen? I, you know, I don't know. But it comes with a warranty if you follow the instructions. You know, I, I thought about that with our life, you know. We follow the instructions like Paul was given the church of Philippi and the, the instruction that Jesus had given us when he walked on this earth, the, the example that he gave us. If we follow his instruction, we'll reach our full potential. We will perform as advertised. And what I love the most is if we follow his instruction, we're backed by a full bumper-to-bumper -bumper warranty. You know, we have a promise that if we follow him through this life, we live the life as a Christian. We get a brand new body. We, are, you know, we have a full warranty that no matter what, we have eternal life. We have that promise. You know, and and something that I like to do, and and like I said, brother Matt's the same way. We like to get together and be creative with Legos. But what that does is you don't know what the end result will be until it's done. You're relying on no knowledge. You're relying on your creativity. I've seen so many times in lives that they don't follow the instruction. They want to be creative with their Christian walk, 
The problem is, is they don't know where they're going to end up until they get there. You know, they, they take this step and they take this step and they take this step. You know, I, I took the, some of the pieces out of this box and put together this, this thing right here. See, on the box it says it's going to be an airplane. So I put some pieces together. I thought it would come out pretty close to an airplane. I used the propeller, you know, different things. It, I think it looks pretty impressive myself. I was expecting it. Ooh, ah. And, it, you know, it looks really close to the picture. The problem is there's so many pieces left over. You know, in this box, there's so many pieces I couldn't figure out how to use because I didn't follow the instructions. You know, in our life, young people, if you, if you try to be creative and go out there, you're never going to reach the potential. You're never going to be able to use the tools that God give you in this life to be productive for him. You don't know what the end result will be until it's done. Something that happens when you be creative with anything and do it your own way is it doesn't come with a warranty. You know, this life, if you start getting creative and things that you try to go out and do on your own and, and not knowing what the end result is going to be, you don't have any promise of eternity in, in that life. You know, there's so many things that you can do that's going to void that warranty that God's given us. God can't fix something that is yet to be broken. You know, I thought sometimes um, Carter will bring me a piece that he's been working on or whatever. I'll get home from work, and he's started it, but can't hardly figure out a few things. Well, I'll pick it up and notice there's several things that he's put on that have to be taken off to get it right. And, and that's kind of what I want to... That's what I want to bring out tonight, that in order for, for me to get that piece right, it's got to be broken. It's got to, i got to start taking pieces off of it. And it's the same way with our life. You know, we want things to be fixed, but we just don't want to be broken first. We don't want to go through the, the pain of being broken. I love seeing, uh, and you've all seen it, we've seen it the other night, people that come up to the altar and just become broken before the Lord. You know, there's no pride, there's no, you know, they are just worried about what God has given them in that moment, and tears begin to fall because it's an emotional experience. But I've seen people that have come up to the altar that just can't hardly break through, and there's, there's no emotion, and, the, and the, you know, they want to get that breakthrough. They're just not wanting to go that extra mile to be broken before the Lord. You know, I thought about the life of David. As a shepherd boy, you know, he had a good life, doing a great job as a shepherd. He was musically talented, they say. And, you know, I thought about when he came to the battlefield with uh, the story about David and Goliath. And I thought about how, you know, what he must have seen when he got there, the, the gruesome battlefield that he came upon when he came into it, something that, you know, he hadn't, hadn't been involved with. He had to have been intimidated by what he was seeing, not only to mention the giant, you know, that they were trying to defeat, but just the just the details of what he's seen when he walked in, the, the utter defeat of everybody that was there. And, you know, I thought about David. He had a, a way for his life. He was doing fine just like he was. He could have been content with what he was doing, but he, he wanted to be more. 
he wanted to do more. He wanted, he wanted, he's seen the defeat and seen a way that he could be used more. David began to allow God to start molding him into what he needed to be. No one would have expected this shepherd boy to defeat this giant. David didn't look like a soldier. You know, something I wanted to, to bring out, God rarely uses, to my knowledge, God rarely uses someone that is talented in an area for that situation. Don't mistake something that you have a talent for, for that's just God's calling. You know, I've heard, and not, not to say that you shouldn't use your talent for God, but that might not be all that God has for you. I've heard Brother George say many times that, you know, he was content with singing and playing music with his family, but he knew God had something more. Don't mistake a talent uh, for his calling. God is looking for someone that's going to allow him to lead. David defeated Goliath not because of David, but because he allowed, allowed God to direct him. You know, God doesn't, the reason why God doesn't specifically use people that is talented in that area is because God doesn't need your talent. God doesn't need someone that's talented in an area to do something. You, you guys have heard it a million times is preaching is something I know I'm not good at, but I feel like God called me to do it. Uh, and, and I know that God is going to use that for his glory because I don't have to be talented in that area to be used by God. And, and you know, I, I thought of that. Uh, you know, we can make so many things of our life, but there's going to come a time where you got to allow God to start taking pieces apart, you know, to be able to fix it the way that he wants to fix it. There's going to come a time where you got to become broken to him and let him start taking pieces away that you put there that should have never been put there. And you got to allow God to take that away and break it apart and start over. You know, and like I said, you know, me and Carter all the time are working on these, and he hates it when I have to tear something apart that he's done. Even though he wants it fixed, he just doesn't want me to tear apart what he's done. And we can be that way so many times that we can get to a point in our life, and it may be something good. It may be accomplishment. It may be a career, whatever it may be, that God has to tear apart to, to put you right where he wants you. we got to be willing to be broken. Hallelujah. Joseph is another story I thought about. He met, you know, the things he went through of being betrayed by his own family and sold to slavery. How could God get any good from that? You know, I thought as uh, as he went through that, he never, uh, seems to me, he never tried to find a way out. He just stayed and allowed God to move when he, when he was given the opportunity. He continued and continued to rely on God, and it worked out for him in the end. I want to, also another story is a woman with an issue of blood. And... I want the young people to, to listen to this. You know, we, we know all about this woman, and you know we've, we've, we sing a lot of songs about this story. She, she had done everything else to fix the problem. She had come down to where she had nothing left. 
she came to the point where she was crawling to, to Jesus for help. If you're not careful, you're going to wait until you get to that point. You know, right now, especially for the young people, this is a time where God is molding your life. God is creating whatever it is that he's creating in your life. And if you're not careful, you will go down so far another road that it, you're going to have nothing left. And it's going to take that point where you're completely, you know, your, your friends are gone, your family's gone. And you're going to have to get to the point where that is the last resort. You don't have to wait to that point. You don't have to wait to the point where you have nothing, absolutely nothing left. You can be broken before him right now. Just because your life is going okay doesn't mean it's reaching its full potential. If you're not careful, you're going you're gonna to finish your life with pieces still in the box. You're going to finish your life where you never picked up the instruction manual and, and the, the example that God has given us to follow that and reach our full potential. Hallelujah. We can be creative in this life, and there are many things we can do and roads we can take, but who is constructing your life? I've heard a lot of people say, you know, I never thought I'd be, I thought I would be further in life than I am right now, or I thought I'd be a different point. I had a different vision for my life. The problem is that so many people are just writing their own instruction manual and just figuring it out as they go. Let's all stand tonight. I really feel like God gave me this specific message tonight for somebody here. It's been on my mind a lot. I want to encourage you tonight. Don't be afraid to be broken before the Lord. Don't be afraid to let God break your life in pieces and start over. You know, God has a plan, and he can help you reach the full potential. You know, I've seen a lot of people that go to church their whole life, and they see the box. They see people that look like and, and are acting like what they need to be. If you're not careful, you know, all you young people, you're going to church you're around so many Christians all the time. If you're not careful, you're going to replace the instruction manual with just the box. And you're going to live your life just trying to look like and trying to build your life to match what's on the box. And if you're not careful, you're going to end and finish your life with so many pieces left that you never was able to use in your life. Hallelujah. Let's all pray tonight. Let's all bow our heads. Lord, we thank you for the service, Lord. We thank you for the spirit that we feel, God. Lord, I ask you to just speak right now, God. Lord, I know you had me to speak this specifically tonight, God. I know it's for somebody here, God. Maybe they've went down a path that they never thought would end up like this. Lord, maybe they've added some pieces in their life that they never thought would, would come to this and where they're at right now. God, we know that you can take those pieces apart and get right back to where they need to be, God. Right now, you can do it, God. Lord, I ask you just humble everyone in here tonight, Lord, to step back and look at their lives, God. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, we need you to lead
We need you to direct. Lord, we need you to take our lives, Lord, and do with it what you want, God. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you, God. Well, what about it tonight? Where are you at in your life? Hallelujah. I know God had this specifically for tonight. I know God wants to speak to someone tonight. I don't want to call just a general altar call because I feel specific about this, this message tonight that God needs to take some pieces away from your life so he can, he can construct it the way that he was always trying to do. The problem is you got in the way and you started constructing your life the way that you thought it needed to be done. You started writing your own instruction manual. Tonight can be that night where you just allow God to start breaking apart everything you've tried to put together. If that's you tonight, tonight's a good night to give that back to God. Oh, hallelujah. If that's you tonight, come down to this altar and give it to God. Give Him your life. Allow Him to start breaking it back apart and, and, and putting it together like, you, like He needs to. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to wait just a few moments. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, speak, God. Speak. Move right now. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Don't leave pieces in the box tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Give myself 